Earlier this year, many economists, business people, and other economic actors believed that when enhanced federal government unemployment insurance benefits ended, many people would come streaming back into the labor force. Those federal unemployment insurance benefits lapsed on September 6th. So what happened? The labor force shrank in September. As indicated by writer Ben Castleman, at this point, there are 5 million fewer people working than before the pandemic began. The number of people working or looking for work is down by a bit more than 3 million. The lack of available workers has dramatically slowed economic growth. It has also increased the negotiating leverage that workers have up and down the income ladder. Workers are using this newfound power to demand not just higher pay, but also more flexible hours, more generous benefits, and improved working conditions. While rising wages represent a benefit to many, they are also responsible for some of the elevated inflation being currently experienced. Economists also worry that if the pandemic permanently leads many people to opt out of the workforce, it could have negative long-term consequences for economic growth. For WYPR and my Bruce Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Gas prices recently climbed to a seven-year high in America, and they are much higher in certain communities than in others. The question is why. According to Gas Buddy data from late October, Oklahoma supported the lowest average price of gasoline among all states at just a bit less than $3 per gallon. Gas prices have been highest in California at an average exceeding $4.50 per gallon, or about 52% above Oklahoma's average price. As indicated by writer Robert Ferris, there are a number of factors at work. For instance, regional access to oil refineries influences the price of gasoline. Gas prices in America's Gulf Coast region are likely to be lower than on the West Coast because the Gulf Coast has access to more gasoline-producing refineries. The West Coast is also hindered by the Rocky Mountains, which serve as a barrier separating western states from others. In particular, that limits the number of pipeline connections between that region and the balance of the country. Policies and taxes also play a role. California's high prices are attributable in large measure to higher taxes that are used to support that state's carbon management program and its unique fuel blend requirements. The list of other states associated with low gasoline prices includes Texas, Arkansas, and Mississippi. Especially high prices can also be found in Hawaii and Nevada. For WYPR and my Bruce Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Food prices have been surging in America. As indicated by writers Nelson Schwartz and Coral Murphy-Marcos, many Americans have found their household budgets upended by elevated food prices, inducing difficult choices at supermarkets and placing new demands on programs designed to help. Food pantries are also struggling with rising costs, often removing the most expensive products like beef from their offerings. Donations of food have declined. Overall, consumer prices in September were up 5.4% from a year ago. The cost of meat is up a bit more than that. Prices of staples like fruits, grains, and dairy products are also rising. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, prices of meat, poultry, fish, and eggs in America's cities are up 15% since early 2020. With heating oil prices also set to rise, families with low incomes are poised to come under increasing financial pressure during the months ahead. Among the factors driving food prices higher are rising transportation and warehousing expenses. Rising labor costs at meat processing centers and other nodes within the food supply chain are also driving food prices higher. There's also a shortage of drivers. A refrigerated truck shipment from from California to New York that may have cost $3,000 
Prior to the pandemic, now might go for as much as $10,000. For WIPR and my Bruce Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Wages are rising rapidly in America. While that is terrific news for many, it also contributes to higher economy-wide inflation. According to the Labor Department's third quarter employment cost index, civilian wages surged 1.5% over a recent three-month period, the largest advance in a data series that goes back to 2001. As indicated by Bloomberg, companies across a variety of industries resorted to raising compensation against a backdrop of skills and labor shortages. One prominent economist referred to recent wage increases as, quote, alarmingly big, close quote. That may seem strange given that rising wages would generally be viewed as good news, but rising inflationary pressures are threatening the durability of the current economic recovery. Other data also reflect the current bout of inflation in America. The Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index rose 4.4% during the third quarter, the largest annual advance since 1991. Prices paid by manufacturers in the Kansas City Federal Reserve region climbed to their highest level on data available back to 1994. In the Richmond Fed region, which encompasses Maryland, the average growth rate of prices received by regional manufacturers climbed by 9.4%, the highest in data monitored back to 1997. For WIPR and my Bruce Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Among the many items becoming rapidly more expensive in America is housing. According to the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller National Home Price Index, home prices in major metropolitan areas across the nation rose 19.8% for the year ended in August. As indicated by writer Nicole Friedman, demand to purchase homes has surged since the pandemic's onset. Many households are looking for more space to work and exercise from home. Others are more willing to move further from their offices given the growing pervasiveness of remote work. But the number of homes available to purchase has held well below historic norms, forcing many buyers to engage in bidding wars. That has pushed up home prices. Predictably, rising home prices have been pushing some buyers out of the market. While the number of home sales in America expanded in September, the proportion of buyers who were first-time buyers fell to 28%, the lowest proportion since July 2015, according to the National Association of Realtors. Phoenix, Arizona registered the nation's fastest home price growth for a 27th consecutive month. Home prices there have expanded 33% over the past year. At 26%, San Diego registered the second fastest growth. For WIPR and my Bruce Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.